If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast. Before we begin, I want to talk to you about something that I am very, very excited about. And that is my 2019 Mental Health Makeover Initiative. Each month, I'm going to look at a specific problem, issue, and concept related to mental health. I will be presenting you with the major issues in the current mental health system and how to find healing for you, yourself, and a loved one. So starting today, we're going to be tackling the issue of identity and why this is a very important first step in mental health. So for more information on how to join this Mental Health Makeover Initiative, Check out my Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter to get more tips and info on this mental health initiative makeover. Also, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel for the weekly live discussions and to get the book, The Perfect You, which is on sale now, less 35%. You can go to drleaf.com and you'll see that there's also an Audible and Kindle version available. If you can't make my YouTube live at that particular time, don't worry, you can watch it at any time afterwards on my YouTube channel. So just make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Today we're going to talk about identity and the importance of identity and why identity is the the first step in dealing with mental health issues. I practiced clinically for 25 years and I found very soon into practicing that one of the first things that I needed to do was to help my patients to identify who they were, to really get to grips with their identity. Because really my patients would walk when I began in the late 80s and began helping my patients understand their identity. It was in order to give them purpose in a world that was making them feel like they just did not measure up, that they were just not good enough. So many of them had been told that they were not good at something or they were not good at anything. They had, many had been over te- over-diagnosed, over-tested, over-therapeutized. They were just negative about themselves because the world had been negative towards them. And it was very obvious that their inner conflict had dissolved into a lot of confusion and they really, they really had very little hope. And when you lose hope, I saw this so clearly in my patients, this often developed into toxic mindsets. And that led them to believe that that they were the failures or to become the very failures that they believed they were. So I realized very early on that there's no amount of more diagnosing, more testing and more programs would help them until they believed in themselves. And how do you get someone to believe in themselves? How do you give someone hope again? It's to show them that they have something unique that that sets them apart from everyone else. One of the statements I used to make to my patients, and they didn't always believe it in the beginning, but they eventually did, was to say that there is something that you can do that no one else on this planet can do. That the thought that you're thinking right at this moment, no one has ever thought this thought before, because only you can think in the way that you have just thought. And the thought that you have just thought has a physical structure, and it's alive forever. Once you create a thought with your unique way of thinking, you've set something in motion that has eternal value. 
And sometimes we make the wrong choices through wrong toxic mindsets because we've stepped out of our identity. And those thoughts, yes, they're also alive for eternity. But the beauty of stepping into your identity, understanding your perfect you nature, is that you can redesign and reconceptualize wrong thinking. But until you actually understand who you are and how you think, which I call the perfect you, which is your identity, you're going to forever be haunted by that toxic thinking or by those things that you think you can't do or the failure that you believe you are or the loss of hope that you've been living under and the loss of purpose. And because there's something that only you can do, if you don't step into this, the whole world actually suffers because the unique way that you think and the unique actions and and behaviors and, and results that this produces, only you can produce. So by each and every one of us stepping into our perfect you, we contribute to a better world globally. So there's a huge community impact on understanding your identity. See, the research that I've done on identity is based on cutting-edge, evidence-based neuroscientific research. And I've taken this and I've applied it in a very practical way, a literally life-saving way. And I say that because there's enough evidence showing that when people lose identity and lose hope, they just give up. There's enough research showing us that when people feel like they have no hope, their body just starts dying and they can become vulnerable to all kinds of diseases and mental illnesses and mental ill health issues and suicidal thoughts and all kinds of toxic negative behavior patterns, which can lead to a downhill downward spiral in their life. We need to practically understand that there's a science behind identity. It's not just something that's nice to know. It's not just a bandaid on a wound. It is a reality that each and every one of us needs to come to grips with. And we will spend our whole life actually learning to understand our perfect you identity. Because we grow, we are forever changing. You're not the same today as you were yesterday, and you know that full well. That's not something that is unique to, or you've never heard that before. But the, things what we, the thing that we have to do is to understand our natural perfect you nature and make sure that we are growing within that correct way instead of building toxic, distorted, imperfect you mindsets. And the beauty of understanding your identity is also the realization that we can change. You know, when I would show my patients and now thousands, hundreds of thousands of people around the world are using these concepts. When, I, when, when people get an understanding of how they uniquely think and feel and choose, in other words, the unique, perfect you identity that they have, it becomes so much easier to stand back and evaluate what you've done well and what you're doing wrong and why you've done that wrong and how you can improve on that how you can improve your learning, how you can improve your relationships, how you can improve how you function at work, as a parent, as a friend, just in in your career, at school, in your relationships, in every sphere of life. You can become so much more at peace with yourself. You can learn to deal with the issues of life so much more effectively when you realize that at who you are at your core is this incredibly resilient, incredible human being. A lot of people that lose hope and that step into mental ill health don't recognize the resilience that they actually have within them because they've been so trained out of understanding the uniqueness of their identity. We live in a world today that tends to try and make us a little bit like sheep, that this is how you should be if you want to succeed. There's an endless amount of books out there telling you how you should be and how you should try and model your life after this person or that person in order to become successful. And in doing that, we lose our identity because you do make a lousy someone else, but you make a perfect you. Reading those kinds of books of how other people have succeeded shouldn't make you want to be like them. It should make you want to learn from them. They've stepped into their perfect you and you can't step into their version. You have to see the life lessons that they've learned and you have to adapt them to your life. But if you look at those through a toxic mindset out of your identity, you're going to try and be like them. 
But if you read those books on other people's successful lives from your own perfect you standpoint, you will recognize the keys and the principles that they have used to succeed in their life. So you can actually learn from those in a very positive way. The problem in a lack of identity is it leads to a lack of purpose in people's lives and a lack of significance. And when people lose a lack of purpose, their lives feel meaningless, kind of like what's the point in even being alive? So a lack of identity, a lack of purpose leads to a sense of meaningless, a kind of, well, what's the point? When you talk to people that have contemplated suicide or that have suicidal thoughts or that are very depressed or very anxious or just feel like even have intrusive, constant intrusive thoughts and have perhaps had the label of OCD given to them or have perhaps had psychotic breaks and have been labeled with labels like schizophrenia. When you talk to people, very often the core, in fact, in the majority of people, the core aren't the core or the main underlying comment that comes back is that they feel this lack of purpose sense of meaninglessness that what's the point I'm just such a failure there's just like no reason and then on top of that core issue are all the other issues that come along with it but when you really dig deep you find that people have lost their sense of identity someone who wants to commit suicide someone who feels that they're on that brink of wanting to take their life away it's a very frightening experience to be facing that situation of losing your life but what's behind you feels even worse. It's almost like if you there's a fire behind you and you've got to jump out of a building and there's these many floors that you will fall down and you kind of, which is the less of the two evils. And that's very often how people feel when they have a lack of purpose. We see from scientific research that as humans, we are designed for a sense of purpose, that every part of us is wired for love. Every part of us is wired for meaning, right down to the level of how our physical functioning works. As soon as we step out of this lack of purpose, as soon as we feel like we have no significance and no meaning and, and, and lack of hope, we actually throw our body into a disequilibrium. We throw our body out of a sense of peace and into, into a state of lack of peace. And there's that equilibrium goes. And that, and that leads to mental health issues. We as, as humans are designed for mental health. We're designed within this perfect you nature. So anything that throws us off, and one of the first and core fundamental things that will throw us off is if we feel that we have no purpose, that, that life is meaningless. And once we realize how meaningful our lives are, once we realize that we have significance, once you can tell someone that they have this ability to change, changes how they function. One day a young man came to my practice and I have to just very quickly tell you that I used to work with some of the most challenging cases. I chose to work back in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s with people that had been written off by other therapists and by other uh, coaches and counselors and people that were really difficult and in a bad place. And I did that for the reason that I knew that as soon as you showed a person that they had a sense of purpose, that they would realize the power of their mind and the resilience that they had to change. And this story of this young man is one of these cases, and I have thousands of stories, but this young man is a great story to start with. He was such a behavioral issue. He was up to everything that you don't want to be up to. He was incredibly difficult. He was not coping at school. He was just impossible at home. He had no friends. He was suicidal. He was into drugs. He was just everything that you don't want your child to be. This young man was doing, and he was so unhappy. He'd been over-tested, over-therapeutized, over-labeled, over-medicated, everything. And somehow his mother managed to get him in the car and get him to my practice. He didn't even want to get out the car and eventually he was just sitting on the sidewalk. So I sat down next to him on the sidewalk and I said, okay, all you have to do is nod yes or no. I'm going to ask you some questions. 
You don't have to look at me. You just have to nod yes or no. Whatever you say is okay. I'm not judging you. And what I started doing with him was a series of questions based on a profile that I had developed. You see, in desperation to help my patients that had lost hope, that we were just really battling with their mental health and everything about their lives. I, Before I went into diagnostic testing, I wanted to first give them a sense of peace, help them to understand the resilience and the uniqueness of how they would think, how they thought, felt and chose. So I started developing a profile that was really long and I had a shortened version of it and I had different had different parts to it. And the shortened version is what I was, was actually asking this young man on the sidewalk that day. And this shortened version is actually in this book, The Perfect You, that we're studying together this month in this book club. Anyway, what I asked him to do is just to say yes or no and answer these questions, which he did. He proceeded. He was very reluctant at first. Then he did. And I quickly ran inside my practice and printed out a little graph. And then I came back down and I sat next to him. And I started describing to him that, well, when you, when, you, when you process this and when you think like this and when you, and I proceeded to explain to him how he thought and felt and chose in response to the circumstances of life. And he looked at me and he said, how did you know that? And I said, well, you told me. And so began a discussion and so began, began a time of work with this young man. We, we worked together for a few months. He did the full profile. He learned the techniques. He learned how to learn. He completely transformed. But what began in that moment on the sidewalk was a recognition that I can actually do something that no one else can do, that there's someone that's telling me that I think in a unique way. And that's what got him, showing him that there was something that he could do, that he could think and feel and choose and create structures in his brain and influence his behaviors in such a way that would influence his, his future, his relationships. He suddenly started realizing that he could make positive changes in his life, that he could start controlling the reactions to the to, to his life, that he could actually take control again, that he had a purpose, that he had significance, that he had meaning. He got excited and he worked with me. One day, a few months later, I was actually in at the movies with my children. They were very young at that stage. And this young man was very tall and he was with a whole group of friends and he saw me at the movies and he ran over to me and picked me up, swung me around and he said, put me on the floor and he said to his friends, this is my therapist. Now, this young man at that stage was about 18 and that's quite a thing to actually go and, you know, go up to an adult and tell their, your, your 18-year-old friends that this is my therapist. But he was so excited about life. He had transformed so much that he wanted to share that. And that was the kind of story that would motivate me to carry on. I can't encourage you enough that this to, to find out and understand your perfect you, to dive into this book, to really get to grips and understand how you function, what it means to have a, a unique way of thinking, feeling and choosing. Because essentially what this book is all about, this perfect you, is helping you to understand how you uniquely think and feel and choose, which then builds these unique ways of thinking inside of your brain and in your mind, which then produces the unique behaviors that you alone can produce in this world, that you can make the contribution to the world that only you can make, and that is so valuable not only to you, but to the world that you live in. You have a very, very important and significant, meaningful place and role to play in this world, and you need to play that. So join me on this book club. Don't miss a day. Dive into the book. If you haven't got the book yet, get the book, read the book, study the book, get the workbook, get the DVD, get the online program, and dive in and join me, and let's create significance together. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Leith. <laughs>